Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama, yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. So Proverbs 14.1, it's, um, it's a favorite scripture of mine and certainly a place to, um, to meditate on for me these days. And it simply says, the wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. And that scripture, like every time people hear it, you either want to choose to be I'm the wise one or I'm the foolish one. Um, But have you ever considered that this is the same woman? The wise woman builds her house, um, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. Right. So in, in order to tear it down, it had to be built. Right. So check this out. There is a wise woman and a foolish one living on the inside of you (laughs) so which one are you so in this episode right i'm talking about all this like chaos confusion and clutter Um, i'm sharing some real discoveries that i have made about myself over the last couple months um, and especially like right now during this time because of all of these different things we have going on and so i am all for challenging some of my foolish behaviors. Yes, yes, there's a fool in you. (laughs) That sounds kind of crazy, but hey, it's the truth, mama. Uh, Let's talk about it a little bit, okay? So I'm going to be sharing some real stuff. You might want to get your pen um, and something to write with for sure, because I will, um, you know, ask you to ask yourself some questions and um, hopefully work through uh, some things today. So I just read for you again, Proverbs 14 and 1, um, and that was the NIV version. Okay, so go ahead, get into this episode, and I look forward to hearing your comments. Okay, so these next few episodes are going to be, um, I think, interesting, pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, Here's why I have been, you know, diligently working on myself, okay, (laughs) 
<laughs> and what do I mean by that? So I've been working on, you know, being kind to myself, being intentional about, um, you know, checking myself when I feel like I'm working out of hustle mode versus um, out of grace, when I'm relying on my own strength and not the power of God, um, when I am trying to control situations that I really need to be letting go of. Like, so I've been really, really intentional lately um, about those kinds of things and checking myself and checking in with God in the mornings and, um, and, and doing those things to kind of keep myself on track and checked, right? Here's the deal. I have a lot going on right now, right? And I shared a little bit about this in a, in a previous episode, um, but we are, my family and I are in the process of relocating from Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area to the Jacksonville, Florida area. Okay. And so let me just tell you something. It is not a regular move. I have not, I've never moved out of the state. Um, you know, when I was a child, we moved from New York to Pennsylvania, but I was like nine years old. Okay. Other than that, I moved out of my parents' house to Philadelphia and from Philadelphia back to Levittown, which is right, you know, 20 minutes away. (laughs) So I've never actually moved out of state. Okay. That's one. Two, I've absolutely never moved out of state with all the people that we're working with right now. And so we are moving like a whole party of eight people. So me, my husband, my four children, my grandbaby, and my mama. Everybody going. (laughs) So it is a huge move. Um, I have been... Um, at the house for about 12 years or so, something like that. Some, some, yeah, about 12 years. So it, it, we have accumulated quite a bit. Um, the, the house that we need to pack up is six bedrooms, two bathrooms. Um, it's really five bedrooms and a classroom, but the classroom is a bedroom. So six bedrooms and two bathrooms, all that need to be packed up, right? And uh, a business, a brick and mortar business that we are selling, um, and then selling the contents that's in it business that is going on online that I have so far successfully not, or I have not successfully figured out how to pause some things online, like orders that we cannot fill because things are packed up. It's, it's a mess. Um, we have things going on online and then I have courses that are happening. We have a lot going on at one time, right? But I'm always looking to learn, right? Because I want to do better. I want to be better. I want to, um, I want to be the kind of mentor and teacher that teaches from experience, right? And I try to do a pretty good job of sharing with you guys my actual experiences, right? And so um, the one thing, no, not the one thing, I've discovered probably a hundred things about myself during this move. And I guess when you're making big transitions like this, um, that's exactly what happens, right? You discover things about yourself. You discover things about how you've been living. Um, you discover opportunities. You discover, and, and usually it's an opportunity to, to, to correct 
to course correct so you can do better next time. And so I, my God, have learned so much about myself during this move. Um, and as I was reflecting even this morning, I'm like, you know, I'm an, I'm an organizational um, enthusiast, okay? Who is not always very organized? I, I pretty much fly by the seat of my pants most of the time. Um, and, you know, I'm organized in some ways and then other ways, absolutely not. We just figure it out and that's been working for me. But the more people we add to this family, um, the, the, the more difficult uh, <laughs> that that method becomes. And so while we're moving, right, I promise you, it feels like I'm packing boxes and the kids are unpacking the boxes. One, it feels like I am taking stuff out the front door to the dumpster and it's coming back in by itself through the back door. I feel like I have a laundry that indicates that there are more people living in my house than I see. Um, I feel like I am trying to clean up and we cannot get not one room clear. It's almost like brushing your teeth while eating Oreos. That's the best way that I can describe what I'm doing these days. The clothes are like regenerating the the stuff is regenerating like I, I promise you I think it's going out we have ordered two gigantic dumpsters since COVID right so we started clearing out and preparing um in April now we had no idea we were going to be moving in August at that point we we were just doing some things by faith and we were getting boxes because and and that's another podcast episode. I, I'll and I may share a little bit about it in here, but we we've already we already knew that we were going to be relocating. We had no real idea of when and where. And um, during COVID, God really made some things very crystal clear to us. Um, me and my husband were intentional about seeking God and praying together, which is amazing. Um, and, 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 and just really just talking stuff out, right. And working together in a new venture that we started. So we, we've been really intentional during these months and, um, God has opened so many doors for us. I mean, he's opened so many doors and made so many ways. Um, it is not even funny. So again, separate podcast episodes. So we, we knew that we were going to be preparing to go. So we had a dumpster in April. We got another dumpster last month. We kept that dumpster for almost three weeks. We literally filled the dumpster. Here we are. The dumpster just left a couple days ago. I'm ready to order another one because the stuff won't leave. <laughs> I am. I it, The stuff won't leave. I, I'm trying to carry water in my cupped hands to fill a bucket. <laughs> it's not happening. It's just the slowest possible way. So I have resorted to throwing everything out, um, which is what I want to do because I don't want to take a lot of the new stuff into the, um, and a lot of the old stuff into the new place. Right. So anyway, let me, let me get back to where I'm going with this. 
Um, so we have all these things. I'm making all these discoveries. And let me just share a couple of those discoveries with you. And I'm sure you can relate, especially especially you busy boss mom wives um, managing multiple people, projects and things. Um, you, you, I'm sure you, you can absolutely relate. Um, so the first thing that I discovered was I have a lot of stuff that I don't need. I think that's a pretty obvious discovery of anybody that desires to move, right? We just have too much stuff. This is ridiculous. Half the stuff we haven't even touched in 10 years, which is a great indication that we never needed it in the first place. And so I have discovered how much of a consumer I have been. Now, I'm not a big shopper. I don't even like shopping. I actually prefer somebody do it for me. My husband is the shopper. I um, hire people to do like photo shoots and clothes and design. I don't even do that because I don't like it at all. I just, I'm not a shopper. So, but I did discover that we have just a lot of stuff that we do not need, right? But I think the more important discovery that I made along with all the stuff the deep the 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 discovery about myself and you need to just be honest with yourself and with God if this is you as well I've realized that I have created systems within my home that require me like I have made it impossible to get the the help that I really really need like there's no reason why because I could I could call you know I got my sister I got my sister-in-law I got my brother I'm here my my grandmom's here my um, my two goddaughters I have at least you know two or three friends and I there's no reason why I couldn't I shouldn't be able to like call them and say hey y'all you know let's just do one weekend you pack this room you pack this room you pack that room and we can get done No, 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 it can't happen. You know why? Because I have created systems that only work for me, meaning things don't have a home. And if they do have a home, I'm the only one that knows where the home is. I have, it's not organized. So you really don't know what's what I know because I've been working from this place of organized chaos and it's a mess. It's a mess. And I feel like, Oh, well, one, I I feel like this. Thank you, God, for revealing it to me. Vivid, live, color, Dolby surround sound. um, Because I have an opportunity to now course correct and never do this again. Okay, so I will never live like this again. I... I think I, I thought I was living like a grown woman, but apparently I've been living like a college student. Things are just... <laughs> piled over there. Oh no, no, no. That stays right there. You know, like to the point where if I'm not home and the kids, the nine and seven year old are, let's say going to spend a night at their godparents house, right? I should be able to tell my husband to, okay, pack them a bag. I'll be there soon. But no, 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 no. It doesn't go like that because he can't pack the bag. You know why? Because some of the shorts are over there, but the long pants are are up there. And then, well, I kind of still get the socks out of the um, dryer sometimes. So the socks are in the dryer and then those shoes are downstairs. But no, the other shoes are upstairs underneath the bed. Do you see what I'm saying? A hot 
mess people. Now, my house is not when it's, you know, when we're not in move mode. My house is not um, terribly like junky and piles and we're living like hoarders. It's, you know, we, we keep it, we keep it cool. It's, it's, it's nice. But only I know where all the things are. So I have become keeper of all the things, which is why it's very difficult for anybody else to help me, right? Now, if my best friend is listening to this, she probably like, I've been trying to tell you this for about 10 years, Serena. I'm so glad you finally have come to this conclusion. But no, for real, I had to see it myself. And so then I went even deeper and it was like, okay, this is dysfunctional. And I hope this is helping you guys. This is very dysfunctional, right? That I'm the only one that can do these things because I'm the only one that knows where the things are and where the things go. And while I've tried, you know, I'm watching Tidy Up. I'm watching with Marie Kondo. I'm watching uh, 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 Home Edit with the two girls from the Instagram. And I mean, they are helping me get my life together, right? I'm, I'm doing the things I'm, 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 I'm trying to find the resources to get back on track. Um, I say things like, oh yeah, everything has a home. But if I'm the only one that knows where the home is, everything in the house is homeless until I find its home. <laughs> so guys, I'm making these discoveries. Um, and then Here's what's really awesome. Like when you discover things like this about yourself, like when you start looking at, okay, why are things not working the way that I want them to work? That's the question to ask yourself. Okay, that's what I had to do for myself. Why are things not working the way that I want them to work? And the question that my coach gives me all the time, what would things look like if this were easy? What would things look like if this were easy, right? Where else does this same behavior show up? Another question mark. And so when I thought about, okay, it's so bad that nobody can even pack a bag for my kids because I'm the only one know where all the things are. Then I started thinking about, okay, well, let's talk about my businesses. Like I have a team, I have help. But am I also feeling like in my business, nobody can help me? Like, I'm the only one that can do this. And yeah, it's part, I want to say it's part control freak, but I I feel like I'm kind of over that. Like, I don't necessarily have a need to be in control at this point. Not of this stuff. Uh, no, I I really don't. And and so I could be in denial and that's fine. We're we going to work it out through this process. Um, so I'm not really after the control. It's more, I have it in my head and it's not always clearly communicated, especially when it comes to my business. Like, you know, when something comes up, I'm, I'm instantly thinking of the solution and my solutions are always very, very creative and I'm discovering and my husband is helping me with this. Everybody don't think like you think, Serena. And so I would never think of that. And most of the solutions that I come with for stuff <laughs> in the business, everybody on the team is like, I would have never done it that way. I would have never thought of that. That's brilliant. Okay, well, that's great. And that's a great pat on the back. But that is not sustainable because the point of having a team is so that I don't have to do it. So what I have to do then is just clearly communicate the goal 
and allow brilliant people to be brilliant in their own way. And however you get it done, as long as we get it done, (laughs) that should be most important, not how creatively you get it done or if you do it the way that I would do it, because we're all individuals, right? We all see from different perspectives and all of that stuff. So again, and I hope I don't sound like I'm rambling. I pray that this is very helpful to you. Um, This is another car conversation. Let's be clear. Um, So I, I had to dive deeper, like after making that discovery about myself at the house, trying to move, discovering why it's so hard for people to help me. Then I started looking at my business. Why is it difficult for people to help me here? start looking at the responsibilities that I take on with my family. Why is it so difficult for people to help here? You know, and so the only thing that I could come up with is that literally I have created a life (laughs) that prevents people from really, really helping me. And I've spoken to like my co- I've spoken to coaching clients and and folks before, and it's so funny they sound just like I do right now, uh, which is why I can help. But um, they sound just like I do. Like I have this going on and this going on and that and that, and I do this and I do this and I do that. And what I really need is help. I need a team. Like if I had a team, I would be able to do so much more. And da 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 da. And typically. What we end up discovering during during that conversation is if you had a team, you wouldn't even know what to do with them because you don't even have your stuff together. <laughs> like you don't even know what you actually need. And so it's impossible for someone to help someone who does not know what they need. Right. Um, and so now you got to be open to answering some questions, diving deeper, getting to the heart of the matter and boom then we can we can we can identify where where hope can come from um and so i gave you some questions and if you've ever felt like this or if you know what i'm talking about or if you are in the middle of you know um things happening even at your house i know a lot of homes are changing right now there are people homeschooling that have not homeschooled before um there are people working from home who have not worked from home before there are people who are um do you know working remotely 80 percent of the time now rather than um working out in an office with other people and different things like that. And so there's probably more than likely some pretty awesome discoveries that you're making about yourself if you're open to it. And so I am um, intentional these days about uprooting all of my dysfunctional systems so that I can make room for the abundance that God wants to bless me with. And I'm not talking about abundance of money and abundance of stuff because I actually don't even like stuff like that. I promise you I'm not materialistic at all. I really do not. My things are mostly gifts, (laughs) right? So I'm not talking about abundance of things, right? Um, I'm talking about the abundance of peace. How about the abundance of peace and grace and help? Right. Like I want to be prepared and preparing myself for when God sends the help. I don't want the help to come and I not know what to do with it. Do you guys see where I'm going with this? I don't want the help to come and I not know what to do with it. 
I don't want the money to come and I be so distracted that I don't even know how to steward it well. I don't want the opportunities to come and I can't figure out how to take advantage because I'm so preoccupied with a bunch of things that don't matter. I want to make room. I want to make room. And so how do you make room and make space? It's going to start with getting honest. And that is what I'm doing these days. Just getting really, really honest with myself and ordering lots and lots and lots and lots of dumpsters and trash bags. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm doing, right? And so if, again, you, you are in a similar place and it may not be exactly like this, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, you, you need to, you need to really, really come face to face with like, what are you resisting? Like, what are you resisting? And I remember um, recently in, a, in a, a conversation with my coach, we were talking and I was like, I don't know how I got back here. Like, it, it, I just feel like so much chaos and stuff and I'm not clear and this, this, this and this. And I'm sharing all these things. And he asked me, you know, like, what are you resisting? And I'm like, well, you're right. I'm resisting something because here's the deal. If I'm in control, right? Like, so I, God is an ultimate control. Let's be clear. Right. And then, but during the, during the day in my everyday life, I get to make choices and decisions all day. And if my choices and decisions are leading to more chaos, then I'm resisting what it could be. Right. And so my choices have resulted, my choices, my decisions or lack thereof have resulted in the state that I'm currently experiencing, which is chaos, confusion, foolishness, overwhelm, all of those things. Right. So that's all, though, a result of choices I've made. And I've already learned how to take personal responsibility. So I could easily say, oh, it's the kids. It's the husband. You know, I need the Lord to put a running in his feet. He's slow, Lord. You know, I, I could easily, I could blame, <laughs> I could blame shift. I could complain about time. I could make excuses, right? And we already know what excuses are, the lies we tell ourselves. So it doesn't have to be our fault. So I could make excuses. I could do all these things, but I've learned how to accept personal responsibility I am experiencing what I am experiencing because of my own decisions and choices. And as a result, I am resisting what it could be. What would it look like if it was easy? And so I've had to come face to face with those kinds of things, right? And for me, what, what I ended up discovering is my that chaos and, and all of that stuff, the opposite of that is, is, is this. I'm really resisting peace. I'm really resisting rest. When I choose to have the experience that I've been having and I don't address it and I don't do anything about it, I am really resisting peace. I am resisting rest. Because how can you rest when there's so much clutter? How can you have peace when you feel like you're needed every single second of the day. Right? And so now 
balls in my court. <laughs> I gotta make a decision. I have to make a. I have to make a decision, and I have to come higher, right? Because you can't solve a problem on the same level in which it was created. So now I have to come higher in my thinking, and I have to look at it from a different point of view. I know that I've created some systems. Those systems need to be dismantled because I am not happy with what those systems are producing. And now I need to talk about and dream about, write about, think about, envision what would this look like if it were easy. And now come higher. Do you see that? And so this is how I work through this kind of stuff. I know, and you might be saying, girl, all of that. Yes, all of that. All of it takes all all of that um, at, at this level. It takes all of that. And so I hope that um, that has been helpful to you. So you got to start looking at what systems you've created. And are you happy with the results of the systems that you've created? And if you're not, um, let's talk about what you want it to look like. What would it look like if it were easy Uh, answer those hard questions, right? Where else are those things showing up in your life? See if you can recognize some patterns and let's disrupt that cycle of dysfunction, like disrupt it, like hard stop, put a stick in the spoke of the bicycle wheel, (laughs) disrupt it, stop it right in its tracks and make different decisions, make different choices. Um, And this comes with, you know, of course, you know, time with time and prayer. That for me is the thing like this is where I get most of the discoveries. And this is where, um, you know, the Holy Spirit teaches me or shows me or, you know, taps me on the shoulder like, you know, how are you upset? This is a result of what you've done. Let's let's be clear. And and so then I get a chance to say, Lord, forgive me. And, um, you know, I create new songs. I'm going to live so people can help me anywhere, Lord, anytime. Um, that's, you know, so those kinds of things happen when I'm still. When I'm praying, when I'm spending time with God, spending time in my word, when I'm feeding myself um, the word of God, like this is when I can have these discoveries. So get somewhere and sit down. And sit still and um, <laughs> spend some time on evaluating, like scorecard yourself. You know, are you happy with where you are and how things are? And um, make a decision. Make a decision. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. Uh, and leave us a comment. You know what I mean? Like, we have a Facebook page, right? So we have a Facebook group specifically for the podcast. And I I intend on doing some things with that group. But you know, I I definitely want it to be a place where conversations can continue. So if you have questions, or if there's things you want to add or whatever, you can go over to the BMW Life podcast group page, and you're allowed to just post in there. Um, And if it's a big aha moment that you've had as a result of listening, um, then by all means, you know, share it, 
share it. Um, if you've gotten something awesome out of this episode, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram stories, um, you know, tag me in it. Let me know that this has been helpful to you. And um, yeah, I can't wait to um, to connect with you and read your comments and things like that. Uh, we do have some really exciting things in the works as we um, get into the, the, the new year, as we approach the end of the year um, and get kind of, you know, into a new year. And Lord knows um, we need T-shirts if we survive 2020, <laughs> right? Because um, it's been very, very trying um, times this year. But I, I pray that this um, podcast has at least been a beacon of light and hope and um, a, a, a minute of joy for uh, for you. OK, so that's all that I have for today. I will talk to you in the next episode of the BMW Life go be great you see there i told you you were in for a treat is that incredible or what i am sure that there was something said today that has you really really thinking and here's the deal you can head right over to my website and i have so many good things for you like specifically for you uh, we have a community of like-minded faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you and i mean we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things so head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further okay and then also also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us and listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon.